are listening to the Embrace the Mud podcast, where we discuss all things related to healthy, joyful, and life-giving relationships. Why focus on relationships? Because the quality of our intimate partnerships and close connections influences our health, happiness, and longevity more than anything else in our lives. Relationships matter a lot, so together, let's jump into the mud, aka our messy relationships, pull some weeds, plant some seeds, and create an enriching environment where strong relationships can take root. I am your grateful host, Dara Posner. I am a relational disaster working toward relational mastery. I am also a positive psychology coach, a relational mindset coach, a blogger, and now a podcaster. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Embrace the Mud podcast, where we discuss all things related to healthy, joyful, life-giving relationships. If you are a fan of this podcast, please subscribe, follow, like, review, and share. Your engagement in this way is crucial to the success of the podcast, and I appreciate you taking just a few seconds to support my mission, which is to help people like you flourish in life and love. Today on the Embrace the Mud podcast, we're continuing in our series, Essential Relationship Skills. We're talking about the things we need to be able to do well in our relationships so that we can establish safety and connection and maintain it. Today, we're talking about a skill called validation. Validation is the ability to help someone feel understood and cared for by you. What does it look like to validate? Why does validation matter in relationships? That's what we're discussing today, so let's dive in. Today, we are talking about validation, a very, very important skill in intimate relationships. What is validation? Well, yesterday we talked about listening, the skill of listening, which is being able to maintain focus and attention when someone else is speaking and having the goal of really understanding what it is that they are trying to say and where they're coming from. So it's one thing to achieve that, to achieve that understanding, to be able to really listen and take it all in and to really being able to understand. It is another to be able to then accept fully as legitimate what you have heard and understood and to be able to communicate to the person who is communicating that they are understood in a way that makes them feel that wow, I'm really understood here and I'm deeply cared for. That is what validation is about. That is the goal of validation is to make the other person help them feel understood and cared for. How do we do that? The most important thing we have to keep in mind is that it is okay if someone has a very different point of view, experience, you know, feeling about something than we do, especially when we see things really differently than them. If we have had an experience that is shared and the way that they say remember that experience 
is really, really different than the way we remember that experience. Validation means we are able to understand and appreciate that it is true that they remember it this way, even though in our own minds, it happened really, really differently. Validation is being able to say, okay, I believe and accept that that is how you recall that conversation or that event. It's different than the way I recall it, but I accept that that is the way that you recall it. And yeah, that makes sense. Validation means we can create space for sometimes really conflictual uh, points of view or emotional experiences because the goal isn't to agree. The goal is to see the world through the other person's eyes and to want to just know what they see and why they see it that way, what they feel, why they feel about it that way. So fundamentally, curiosity will enable us to be great validators. If we just are curious, what is happening for them? And just wanting to know and then being able to reflect back that we can see where that person is coming from, whether or not we agree that if we were in their shoes, we might feel the same way. That if we remembered things that way, we'd probably be wanting to have the same conversation right now too. What does invalidation often look like? There are lots of different ways that invalidation could look because there are many different sort of types of invalidation. You know, we can be emotional invalidators when we're challenging somebody's feelings. We can be truth invalidators, right? I remember things this way, therefore the way you remember it is wrong. We can be somebody who just has an intolerance for somebody pointing things out, you know, about us that we invalidate their perception of us because, you know, it hurts us. And therefore, the way that they're perceiving things must be wrong because it's causing us pain that they're perceiving it that way. Have you ever had that? Maybe you've expressed to someone something about their behavior, you know, that maybe bothers you. And they become so offended that the focus of the conversation now becomes how hurt they are about how you could see their behavior that way or be affected by their behavior that way. You're made wrong for feeling the way that you're feeling simply because the way you're feeling is causing them pain. Or maybe you've done that. Somebody has confronted you and you have gotten really upset, you know, felt offended that they, you know, experience you in this way. And therefore you automatically invalidate their experience of you because it hurts. Sometimes we invalidate by turning things around on a person, right? Like they come to you and say, you know, you've been late, you know, to dinner with my parents three times. We were waiting for you, you know, and, and I was really embarrassed And then you say, oh, yeah, well, what about you? You were late, you know, to that really important, you know, ceremony. My brother graduated from college. And do you remember that? You were like 30 minutes late, right? We invalidate by just totally taking the focus off of the person's feelings or what they're trying to express and and making it about us and our own feelings. So we can turn things around. You know, we can um, get really, really offended, you know, as a way of invalidating. 
Or we could just completely challenge their reality altogether, you know, and, and say, what are you saying happened? That's, that's actually just not true. That's not what happened, right? And, and we can just invalidate by dismissing their experience altogether. And there are other ways of invalidating too. Some of them are really subtle. And by the way, we all accidentally invalidate sometimes. Everybody does this sometimes. It's, it's not something that we can just be perfect at. But there are some people who really can't validate at all or rarely can do it. And that's a problem because validation is just one of those relational skills that is a non-negotiable for creating emotional safety. You can't both chronically invalidate your partner and create safety for them in the relationship. In fact, what's usually going to happen is, you know, if if your partner comes to you and you know, maybe even just a handful of times trying to express their feelings to you and you dismiss or, you know, diminish their feelings or turn it around on them or challenge their reality and aren't able to listen and legitimize their perspective and really help them feel understood and cared for, they're going to just decide, you know what, I'm just not going to share my feelings with you anymore. And they're going to begin withholding and they're going to bottle up and they may even start, you know, avoiding you. And that's not what you want. You definitely don't want to be in a situation in your relationship where your partner feels like they cannot come and express themselves to you. So if you recognize that you might have a habit of emotional invalidation, then it is definitely worthwhile to make it a goal to become a really great validator to be able to learn to tolerate um, different points of view and opinions because chances are your partner is not a clone of you. They are their own person. They're going to be having their own way of experiencing life and your relationship and you. And you are going to want to all of their truth, all of their perspective, all of them in a way that makes them feel free and safe to share all of that with you. And if you are in a relationship with somebody who you feel chronically invalidated by, that's really, really tough. And again, normally people are not invalidating um, in order to cause pain or harm. Usually, you know, they don't even really realize the impact that they're having and what they're doing. And I know that a lot of times it's simply, you know, this, this idea that if they could just help you see things for what they really are, you wouldn't feel so hurt. They don't want you to feel hurt. They don't want you to feel the way that you, they, that you feel. They want to make it better, but they do it in a way that actually ends up making it worse. So one thing I could recommend for anyone who wants to become a better, uh, become better at validating or who has a partner who they you know, are struggling with because they feel invalidated by, there is an amazing like one hour long podcast episode um, on the um, Love, Happiness and Success podcast with Dr. Lisa Marie Bobby. She does uh, an, an episode called How to Stop Emotional Invalidation. And in it, she breaks down like the six or seven different types of validation, gives lots of uh, examples of what they all sound like, and lots of really great tips um, for 
how to break this habit and become better validators of each other. So if you have a partner who's willing and you could sit down and listen to that together, it's a great one because I promise you, both of you will hear something in it where you will see yourself and the ways in which you even sometimes invalidate your partner. Because again, all of us do it accidentally from time to time. And it's a really great thing to become aware of so we can catch ourselves uh, more easily and make a repair when we do recognize that we are maybe invalidating our partner and making them feel like we don't understand or we can't understand them. And therefore, like we don't really care about their experience, which is the opposite of what we want to deliver in our relationships with the ones we love the most. So I hope you found this helpful. That's all I have for you today. I will be back on Monday with another essential relationship skill. And in the meantime, please remember you are wired for love and connection. You are capable of love and connection. You are worthy of love and connection.